Hi, hello, and welcome back to the Vitriol Podcast episode 11. Now, I finally have some exciting boozy science-related news for you. I've been speaking with the lovely team at Workshop in Redfern in Sydney, and we have organized the next talk for Friday the 2nd of October. I will be sharing the link for you to grab tickets on my social media pages and you can also find them by going onto Workshop's website and searching Boozy Science. It's going to be on the science of psychopaths and I am so excited already. Uh, 2020 has been, well, you know, 2020 has been 2020 um, and I'm really excited to be able to do a talk, the first one of the year. It's going to be good. So I hope to see you there and just... You know, as usual, I hope that you're all keeping well and that this podcast might be helping to engage your brain. If you have any subject suggestions or follow-up questions, please get in touch with me. You can find me on Instagram at vitriol underscore science. You can also contact me via my website, which is vitriolscience.com, where you can find my email address. So this week, I'm going to be chatting about the sent-in suggestion of human decomposition which will tack on quite nicely to the previous episodes that I've done on embalming and autopsies. So really for this episode, all I'm going to do is just run through the stages of human decomposition, what happens in each stage and the variables uh, that have a, a bit of an influence on how quickly or how slowly decomposition will occur. And I will be trying, as always, to keep it as cute and as interesting as possible with minimal grossness for anyone who doesn't generally listen to this sort of thing. Let's get into stage one. So stage one is referred to as the initial breakdown and it begins around 24 to 72 hours after death is when stage one will occur. And to put it As a very brief little summary, this stage is when the internal organs will begin to undergo decomposition. Essentially, this starts immediately after death. Um, So it starts as soon as blood circulation and respiration stop. And that's because the body has no way of getting oxygen or removing wastes. So excess carbon dioxide will accumulate in the body. And what that actually does is cause the the environment the remaining tissues to actually become acidic this is what really kicks off the decomposition process when carbon dioxide builds up and we have that acidic environment this will cause the membranes in our cells to rupture and what happens when they rupture is that all of their enzymes are released into the surrounding tissues and this is how digestion or decomposition of the internal organs will begin. It's also during stage one that rigor mortis will will start to set in. Um, Sorry, I nearly just said rigor mortis because (laughs) RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, Rigor mortis causes muscle stiffening, just in case you're new to the term. Um, And stage one is generally when that will set in. So it's also in this stage that 
flies, so blowflies and flesh flies, uh, will arrive to the scene and lay their eggs. So moving on to stage two. Stage two is referred to as the bloating stage. Um, I've just finished my period and a little shout out to the end of my bloating phase. Thank you very much. Unlike my bloating phase, which happens with my period every month, stage two in human decomposition occurs three to five days after death. And it's defining characteristic is that as you can probably tell from the name it starts when the body of the deceased will start to bloat and the bloating is due to an accumulation of gases that are building up in the body as a result of all of the digestive activity that's going on from all the microbes and enzymes and tiny microscopic organisms that are doing their thing. If you have passed any roadkill, I think most of us probably have, or most Aussies, I, I know definitely have, have passed a dead kangaroo or a dead wombat, unfortunately. You will have most likely at some stage seen an animal that is going through stage two or the bloating stage. It's really, really easy to determine when this stage is occurring because the the body can actually double in size and it, it does become quite obvious so that is how much activity is going on that is how much gas is being released um, from all of this activity which is quite wild it's also during this process that liquid will start to come out of the natural openings of the body so just thinking about the mouth and the nose etc it's because of the gases building up that this happens and liquid will start to be released. It's also during this stage that a lot of the unpleasant odors associated with death um, will be produced. So if you're thinking about all of the gas and all of the liquid and all of the activity that's going on, it makes a lot of sense. During this stage additionally, just in case there wasn't enough going on right now, um, in stage two, the bloating stage, if insects are present, then any eggs that have been laid by flies in stage one will begin to hatch and they'll begin to feed on the body tissues. So then moving on to stage three. So stage three is referred to as the active decay stage. And it's during this stage when the majority of mass of the body is actually lost. That is due primarily to how much has been digested already by bacteria and insects, um, as well as liquid being released, which was just sort of starting to happen in stage two. During this stage, like I said, we, we lose a lot of the mass and that is largely due to the fact that the organs, muscles and the skin as well um, have all actually by this stage kind of become liquefied, which is a little bit gross, I know, but that's what happens. And subsequently that's been lost into the environment. The active decay stage is characterized by this liquefaction and thinking about a timeline after someone has passed away, this stage will generally begin one month after death, dependent on the conditions. So if we're thinking about previous episodes on embalming and autopsies, these things will have occurred well and truly before this active decay stage in ideal circumstances. And in instances where, you know, say human remains have been discovered and they, they are at this stage, I think 
generally what will happen is samples of things will be taken and kind of analyzed in labs. So then we have stage four, or this is referred to as the advanced decay stage. So by this point, most of the soft tissues have already decomposed and all that we're really left with is bones, some hair, cartilage, ligaments. And this is the point where insects with chewing mouth parts, uh, so thinking about beetles, um, will come in and start to process any of the tougher material that's been left behind after the active decay stage. Moving on to the final stage now, which is stage five, and it is referred to as the dry remains stage. And this is when all the byproducts of decomposition have dried up and only the skeleton and maybe some hair are left. So when we think about decomposition, how quickly it decomposes depends on several factors. Some of these you may already know. So primarily we're talking about the surrounding temperature, uh, whether the individual has been buried or if their remains are exposed to air or to water and the number of bacteria present in the environment as well, um, just because they play such an important role in the digestion of tissue um, and returning nutrients and, and things back into the surrounding environment. So, for example, a body that is exposed to the elements such as water uh, will decompose much faster and will generally have more insect activity than a body that's been buried or confined in a sealed space, which when you think about it, it makes sense. Um, in a similar fashion, a body that's decomposing in warm temperatures will break down faster than if it's in a cold environment. Um, it might be a little bit grim to think of it this way, but essentially it is the same principle um, applied to refrigerating things. So it's keeping things from spoiling at a cold temperature. So that's kind of where all the different factors can come into play. And obviously where geographically as well, thinking about insects, what species are in the surrounding environment, what they eat, um, what their role is in decomposition as well, all of those things will have a factor. That brings us to the conclusion of episode 11. I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you don't have a morbid curiosity like myself and some of the listeners of this podcast, um, I do hope that you still found it interesting and engaging and not too gross. Um, and as always, guys, stay safe. Don't be shy to get in touch with me via Instagram or my website. And I will be working on episode 12.